on this episode of Chrome Dome Radio. Man, that Harriet Winslow from Family Matters. (laughs) (laughs) Every time she says, Carl! (laughs) Carl Winslow! (laughs) (laughs) Say Carl again. Settle down and saddle up. It's Chrome Dome Radio, your source for organic grass-fed, 100% cage-free comedy news. Bringing you our favorite news stories from the week, whether you're new to the show or a Chrome Dome commoner. Boy, howdy. We're glad to have you. You, you like went public radio there. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down because sometimes I forget things to say in the intro. No, your voice was like nice and soothing. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm ready c- to contribute. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly how we need to start every yeah. episode, then. Hey, I'm Chris. I hope you're settled down with a nice cup of coffee in the morning. As you listen to this, uh, begin your weekend on your Monday. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Are you enjoying your New Year? I know I am. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's right. We're only a few days in. Santa bring you anything good? I got some good clothes um, in preparation for the trip we're making to Colorado. Mom got me some warm Woo. stuff. I got like a impossibly impractically large knife and a white elephant gift. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, oh, I'm stealing that, and then nobody else was like want, wanting the knife from Crocodile Dundee, so I just got. It. <laughs> well, then there you go. It's literally a knife like that big. I was like, what can I ever use this for? <laughs> And Jet was like, well, you could skin a deer with it. I was like, I need to learn how to hunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you have any interest in learning how to hunt? Absolutely. Every I time I'm like, to. I got to learn how to do that. Yeah. I don't do it. It's a good time. I, I know a bunch of people who do it. Yeah. And uh, my cousin, yeah. uh, Hester, does it. Um, there's there's more. It's all rednecks on like that side. Where of do the they family. go? Do they go in Georgia? Yeah, like North Georgia. There's like oh, a, North Georgia. Yeah, there's I, like I a, know you could hunt boars in south georgia right there is a oh i would love to hunt boars that was my last hunting trip yeah with a a spear have you been hunting before yeah i didn't know that i first hunting trip i ever went on i was six years old wow yeah that was that was deer hunting in alabama deer hunter whitetail (laughs) i was six it was deer it was bambi (laughs) it was bambi Do do you know how to butcher and process meat oh no okay that seems like the important part of that whole scenario to me it is but the guys usually do that but it's really fun to just get on the atvs and because we use the atvs in boar hunting because if you don't kill them immediately they're really freaking fast did did you actually shoot a a pig uh the last trip no but we did set up the feeders and so but you have shot an animal and watched it die yeah okay did you did they did you do the whole like initiation thing where they make you eat the heart no. You guys should watch Captain Fantastic. It's a good movie. Um, anyway. But the brain is good. If you ever kill, uh, kill a pig, the brain is pig good. Pig brains are delicious. They are. Yeah, I believe you. Every part of a pig that I've ever had was pretty good. Even the feet. The ears, the brain, the nose. The skin. Oh, yeah. All the things. It's All an amazing things. animal. That's, uh, they really are. It's so truly, truly amazing. We watched Home Alone like seven times. That's great. 
Yeah. I, de- I, wa- I kept with my Christmas tradition of uh, watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Because you enjoyed it even more this year. Yeah. And I looked at it through it's- a different lens. I was like, wow, they really are bullying him. It seems awful. And, uh, you know, they shouldn't have done that. But he has redemption at the end. I still don't get it. Yeah, no, it's it's for it's sure an, a good story. It's an empowering story. It absolutely is. And Did Caden like it? Did you show it to Caden? Uh, he was, you know, burbling around. <laughs> he, he he paid attention for a little bit, especially whenever I'm laughing, like, uproariously, because I laughed the same parts of that movie. I've seen it at least a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And I laugh at the same parts of that show every single time it's always Yukon Cornelius coming in and going <laughs> Bumbles bounce and I'm you know cracking up and the same same line from Hermie always gets me I want to be a dentist <laughs> I, I don't like to make toys <laughs> you want to be a dentist I'm just a misfit <laughs> I am not just a net wet <laughs> classic it's a great movie it's great. I was laughing because I was like, you know, I've seen Home Alone so many times, and I was thinking, I was like, Joe Pesci's brilliant in that role. Yeah. But I was thinking of a bunch of actors that would be really funny as, you know, the bad guys in that movie. Who, and it, who I comes came up, to mind first? I, for some reason, I came up like, I was like, how funny would it be if it was John Malkovich oh, okay. and, and uh, I thought we had uh, Christopher up. Walken? I oh, thought, who oh, were you going to say? I, would, I thought we synced up for a minute when you said John, because I was thinking John C. Riley. Yeah, but okay, but he was he that was way before his career. Oh, I guess it was also well, John Malkovich. When did he have Mice and Men? Oh, uh, he oh, oh, he's been around for forever. A while. Yeah, he was, was he was in stuff when he was young too. So who else would be funny as the villains? I mean, those I have never seen them in really a comedic setting. You I know, mean, what, you know what we'd be good at though. What if you be walking yeah. and I could be Schwarzenegger and we reenact some Home Alone scenes? Oh, that would be amazing. Let's do one. Yeah, I don't improv. I don't think I could do it right now. I'd have to review the movie. Oh, come on! I have to just think of a random scene from the movie and just do. It doesn't matter if you screw it up, Chris. I haven't seen that movie in like at least a decade. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> really? It's just not on my my like to do list. But you remember it was just the okay. Think about when the robbers were just going through the house and they were getting beat up, bro. I, I think really... about Christopher walking walking into a house and getting hit in the face with a with a with a paint can. Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Who does this? This could have killed me. I'm gonna get that little kid. <laughs> what was it Harry and Marv? Harry and Marv. Harry. <laughs> First, I tried to go down the steps, and then there was ice, and I fell down. <laughs> and then I was in the basement, and I pulled on the cord, and then iron hit me in the face. <laughs> Harry, why are you dressed like a chicken? Marv. <laughs> no, no. That's I the other confused. one. I guess. Confused. Schwarzenegger would be playing Marv. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Marv. <laughs> I can't do it, man. (laughs) Mom, you won't believe what happened. (laughs) I was covered in oil. You tied and feathered me, Mom. I can't, I can't, I can't, because you can't, I can't transition to like serious walking. First, the, the, the hot oil it had covered my body. <laughs> Who's that? That's a uh, that's he goes real deep like that. Like he when does, he's serious. Yeah, you're right. Like when yeah. he murdered Selena Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I never forget that. It's rough. See, that's that's the weird thing about our age too. Is I always think of him from Batman Returns. I know, and I'm sure other people think of him in other roles. 
but for me, he's I, Max Shrek. I always, I always go Deer Hunter, man. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure the generation before us is like, no, Deer Hunter. Yeah, because <laughs> it's an amazing movie. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. We were just talking about Deer Hunter. Yeah, I know none of these movies. You Deer- know, Batman Returns. Yeah, Deer, Deer Hunter is a great movie because it has uh, Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro playing uh, Russian roulette with a oh, bunch of like that is Vietnamese the, people screaming at them. That's the best scene in the movie. Get him out! Get him out! <laughs> just slapping the crap out of him, and then uh, and then he's just like, "You can do it, Nikki! You can do it!" And he's like, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's a good scene. It's intense. It so is. intense. Yeah, they get attacked at the end of that scene, don't they? Uh, well, no. Because uh, I remember them falling. Well, they, they were being held slave. They, had, they like they? know that the, uh, the the bullet is in the chamber. There's like a one out of two chance. Yeah. So he just turns it on them, and they then they That's have like right. a firefight. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, great scene. It's all, It's amazing. Spoiler alert. I mean, if you haven't seen it at this point, <laughs> it's like it's a movie's from the seventies. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like ruining Rambo or something like that. Haven't seen Rambo. First Blood. No. That's a shame. That's that's one you got to make. That's a legitimately good movie. Before they just you have ran to that franchise into the ground. When Taylor says she hasn't seen a movie, trust me, we've gone through a catalog of movies, and and there's some movies took priority. Right, like she had to see E.T. Godfather, E.T. Awesome. Don't forget the cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, e- I hadn't even seen E.T. up until what, like two or three years ago. Yeah. I then- tell you what, like I'm just not a huge, huge fan of a lot of Spielberg work because I know E.T. is like an enormous one for you, but I just Early Spielberg is I don't great. Care. I just don't care. I, I don't know to what see it is. E.T. again. He, he's able to capture moments that I feel like other directors wouldn't even think of putting into a film. Yeah. Well he did this back then. I feel like his more recent stuff, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't even direct movies anymore. He just Throws, throws his, his name, name on and stuff, there. yeah. Like, oh, it's Spielberg. <laughs> it must be phenomenal. Like, Ex- executive produced by C- by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, right? I mean, how many times do you see that too? Executive producer. Did Come it, on, no, you're you not. Were, if you were him, would you would you get out of bed for anything less than like twenty million dollars and an amazing script? No. So, like, what does he care? Yeah, you know, it. It, like he can throw his name on something and put like you know a million bucks in and get like forty back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a good deal. And a lot of directors do that now. Like, like yeah. uh, Christopher Nolan did it for Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. He was like an executive. I producer can't believe on he put his name on that piece of what junk. scene in that movie did he have anything to do with? Nothing. I can't even think of it. Nothing. Nothing. He gave him like the filter to put on the camera. I would love. <laughs> I would love if it was his idea for Martha. <laughs> it's like that's hey, the one guys, contribution he just calls up just coked out of his mind did you know <laughs> guys that guys. superman and batman have the same name for their mother <laughs> dude just tom jane's in the background it's like i can do punisher i can do it again i can do better than netflix <laughs> everybody needs a second chance deadpool <laughs> Ryan Reynolds got the chance, and look what he did with it. He crushed it. Yes, knocked it out of the park. Did you see the uh, the dead the PG thirteen Deadpool? No, I wanted to see it at first. Wait, what? And then I talked There's myself out of it. There's a PG thirteen Deadpool, and apparently they have a different post credit scene, and that's like this thing that you want to get hooked into mm. the movie. Yeah, I have YouTube for that. Yeah, there it's, you go. it'll be on the internet soon. It'll leak mysteriously. Right. I watched uh, Black Panther again. How uh, was it? I, I, the second I, time. I, this is like the third time I've watched it, but I, I just had it on in the background both times. And I actually paid a little bit more attention to it the third time, and I found myself enjoying it more and more. So it's like one of those movies that like I 
I came in with like tempered expectations because it had so much hype mm-hmm. behind it. And I was like, eh, there's no way it's that good. And it, you know, it's a good movie. It's not a great movie, but I, I feel like it has like a lot of rewatch value. I, the same things about it still bothered me. The CG rhinos were just awful. Um, yeah, what was with that? And the the final fight scene in that movie where it's they're CG, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. CG. You know what it looked like? It looked like the Spider Man three graphics from yeah. like what is that 10, 12 years ago? Yeah, now? It, More. it was. I mean, it, it, I thought it looked visually impressive, but it's just I I can't make that leap for the val- through the valley of the uncanny. Like I can still tell, like that's moving like a cartoon character. It's not yes. moving like a human being. Yes. And that was my problem with it. When you see them like flying through the air and fighting, and this is a problem with a lot of movies that use too much CGI, their bodies are doing things that don't look natural. And I still have the hyperextending elbows and things. And I still have the same issue that I had before, which is I like Michael B. Jordan better than Chadwick. What's his name? Right. So I'm like, I kind of want Killmonger to win. win. I know. It's like, he seems, this guy's got some good ideas. Take over the world and arm black militants. (laughs) I get his point. (laughs) Sound argument. And he was a badass in that. Oh, he's so great. Yeah. I didn't see Creed 2, though. I have, I've yet to see Creed. It took me forever to see Creed 1, though, so... And it was a good movie. Yeah, it was it, awesome. It was Rocky. Yeah. It was better... It was better than Rocky 5, for sure. The worst one? Yeah. It was definitely <laughs> oh better God. than Rocky, because I really liked Rocky. It was better than Rocky 2. Oh, you think so? Yeah, Rocky 2 I didn't like that much. 2 is is 2 or 3? No, 2 is Mr. T. No, 3 is oh, Mr. Three T. Oh, 3 is Mr. Two T. Is 2 when is when he beats Apollo Creed. Yes, that's what it is. He lost to him the first time, he beats him the, beats second, him the second one, time. and then he has a reign in between 2 and 3, and then you're getting a recap of that reign during 3, and then he has to fight Clubber Lang, a.k.a. Mr. T. Yeah. But not before he has a wrestling match for charity with Hulk Hogan. Sick. Known as Thunderlips. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like three is like the bastard child of that uh, that whole like uh, franchise, right? And it's you know I, like it it doesn't deserve any critical success, but I enjoyed it because he's fighting Hulk Hogan and Mister T, and it's you know and Mick dies, and then there's that real emotional scene where he's you know in the ring and he's having to dig deep and he's seeing Mick and he's like. Get up, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Wait, is that one of the words? It, it is, but I'm quoting. Does that count? Yes. I'll put a dollar in. Oh, uh, Taylor's opting in tonight. I'm opting in. in. I've been, I think this is like my fifth or like fourth fifth or, episode. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. And I've never opted in. So I've been able to swear as much as a sailor. Not tonight. Well, let's see how you do through the weekly wrap up. Here we go. <laughs> A woman develops her donor's peanut allergy after receiving a lung transplant. Oh, that's it's peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Doctors in California warn of a new health epidemic, the selfie wrist. <laughs> What? <laughs> I think you might have overblown that. Uh, <laughs> at least one researcher believes all millionaires have the same two qualities that help them get rich. I will teach them how to make one million dollars. Wow, when you hit, you'll be like, wow, I don't believe. So simple. <laughs> Do you know what that is? <laughs> no, what was that? That is arguably 
One of the first viral songs of the internet. I mean, I'm talking Napster days. Everybody yeah. was downloading that song. It's basically a fake rapper called Tie My Shoe. <laughs> Spelled T-A-I-M-A-I-S-H-U. Nice. And he's got this rap song about... Actually, I don't even remember entirely what it's about. I, I just when I read this article, yeah, yeah. when when I read this article, like this person's got like some secret to getting rich. I was just I immediately thought of that line because <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> like, boom. All right. All right. Uh, so the woman that developed uh, her donor's peanut allergy after receiving a lung transplant was an unnamed 68 year old woman. They're keeping her name quiet for now, I guess. She experienced tightness in her chest. And at first, doctors were confused until she ate some PB&J, or she had told them that they ate PB&J. She revealed. She revealed. Then the doctors thought, we should probably contact the transplant agency, and sure enough, the donor was a 22-year-old man. He was allergic to peanuts. I would be so A 22-year-old died? Oh, that's sad. Yeah, people come and go, man. I Don't know, but at 22, that's pretty young. Don't worry about him. He's probably a was it because of peanuts that he died? <laughs> he died from peanuts, and then they came back. It was like the peanut grudge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, imagine the whole movie, The Grudge, except it's Mr. Peanut. <laughs> uh, removes the monocle. That's how you know you're about to die. <laughs> So how crazy is that that you could develop these allergies or there was a movie I don't remember the name of it I want to look it up now there was a movie I didn't even see it but it was about like I remember the trailer where I think if I remember correctly the guy was blind Mm -hmm. and they did an eye transplant and it turns out it was a dead like guy's eye that like has like special psychic dead powers. That like sounds familiar too, but no, th- this particular so obviously story. obviously this topic has been covered before yeah. in, it's a trope in cinematography. Now. No, this story was that the, uh, oh, the movie was called uh, In the Eyes of a Killer. And basically the, the donor was a murderer. <gasps> so he gets the eyes from uh, the donor who was a murderer. And then develops. And throughout the story, he starts to get a little bit more psychotic and a little bit more psychotic. And <gasps> I don't know if he ends up killing anybody, but that's the story is that he in- inherited this trait of wanting to kill people. What's that sounds like a good movie. I, I, I wish you watch that later. The um, uh, interesting about thing about allergies is there's a real like mind to body connection with the things that you you can show somebody who's got an an allerg- an allergy to like uh, flowers or something, the type of flower that they are allergic to, and they'll have an allergic reaction sometimes. Like like it's like kind of a reverse placebo effect. Wow. Yeah. So, like, it's weird to me that it can that be that much of a mental thing. And then the mental aspect of the way you're used to reacting to something can then be transferred to another human being is, like, that's fascinating. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. It's un- unbelievable. <laughs> what, would be, uh, yeah. what would be the worst thing? <laughs> what would be the worst thing to get from a donor? Um, a penis. <laughs> <laughs> like an extra one. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> How did I get here? Daca. This is not my car. This is not my beautiful wife. Doctor, I uh, I really appreciate you performing my heart surgery, but uh, when I awoke, I couldn't help but notice that I have a, uh, a nine-inch wiener on the, the side of my neck. I've totally misunderstood and, uh, the question. You what? I've 
the question. You missed it. I thought the question was what what's the thing you at least want to receive in like a donor transplant? Like what do you well, like from, the, from like the doctor while you're asleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you thought I meant? No, not from the doctor. Doctor, like, my, my new lungs you, work great, doctor, but boy, is my asshole sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. That one was worth it. That was, that was a good one. That was worth it. No, instead of a okay. side effect, like the actual body part that needs to be replaced or organ that needs to be replaced. But your answer was phenomenal. I can't top that. What if you inherited some... What if you inherited some twisted fetish? Oh, man. Ooh, foot fetish. You're like, God, I'm really into older women now. <laughs> man, let me think. Uh... Oh my god, like that movie Yes <laughs> Man? Man, that Harriet Winslow from Family Matters. <laughs> Every time she says, Carl! <laughs> Carl Winslow! <laughs> Say Carl again. Carl! <laughs> this needs to stop. <laughs> Dare I say it, this conversation is off the rip. <laughs> It's been a few episodes since we've oh, heard you say that. Oh, man. It's, we're about due, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah a, a, a large penis is the would worst be, thing. Would be worse than a Harriet Winslow uh, fetish? Uh, I mean, it depends on where they put it, I guess. I think <laughs> if it was If it was right next to the one you had already, I guess it's not such a big, idea, big deal. Did I do that? <laughs> Can we please move on? <laughs> Doctors in California warn of the new health epidemic, the selfie wrist. <laughs> I mean, so apparently this one doctor named Dr. Levy Harrison from San Francisco. Levi? Sure. Levy. <laughs> when the Levi breaks? <laughs> when the Levy, Levi breaks. So is it, is it, you think it's Levi or Levy? I don't, how is it, it spelled? If L- it's with an I. It's spelled then, like Levi. Yeah. So Levi. Levi. All right, we'll go with Levi. So, uh, well, she, I don't want to take my science from oh, actually, some guy named after jeans. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Levy, it is Levi five hundred one Harrison. <laughs> Can you? This are, first of all, this is the most millennial crap I've ever heard. Like, the, for, kids are taking selfies that frequently that they're developing carpal, carpal tunnel. tunnel syndrome. Well, it's a variant of carpal tunnel because it only affects one hand. This could be adults too. <laughs> That many? How many? How many selfies do you need to take before you're suffering from this disease? Like, <laughs> like the, people got to take it seriously. Like, doctor, how long do I have? Well, I, f- I feel like it's contributing. <laughs> do I need a it's new like wrist? built up over time, right? Like, it's, you don't develop this in a day. No, no, one selfie, and it's like heroin. So, how long have you it been? Just able- takes one selfie. It's repeating a I'm behavior over and over on, yeah. an, on a consistent basis. So, so that's the sad part in let, all of this. Let's think about this. How long have you been able to... Let's do the math. How long have you been able to do a selfie? Uh, at least... Paris no. Hilton with the Razor flip phone. Watch. And I believe that was 2003. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> no, I think that that was 2003 03? with Paris Hilton. So, all right. For a, all right, let's... couple. She was ahead of the curve, I'm sure. So, let's cut it back a couple of years. Let's say 2005, you started taking selfies. So you're like a millennial in high school at this point in 2005, and you've been taking selfies now for 13 years. Yeah, but there are people that'll do it for hours and hours just to get the right. All right, but we're you know I'm thinking this is you have to do it all for hours and hours to get it right. 
Like, it, you're not just going to... Like, you don't develop carpal tunnel from typing on a computer instantly. I'm just thinking per year, how many selfies are you taking to get this thing done like it's gotta I be i don't know i hate i hate having my picture taken chris will tell you he tries to take a picture of me and i'll do something stupid like cross my eyes in it nice i'm like you want to be a star <laughs> take it off <laughs> we're gonna make film history i'm gonna make a star out of you i just cannot relate to this article i'm gonna say all. 500 per year I, the thing is, you're you're probably not far. It's got to be more than one a day, right? It's got to be several a day. So yeah. if it's ten a day, or a like a bunch in like a, a, in a short, small period of yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Like maybe they went like on a clubbing phase, and then just every time they went to the bathroom, <laughs> you know. Doctor, how long do I have? Well, son, you may never jerk off ever again. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the end of that conversation. That's a, that's a that's a problem for the past, man. They could get the sex robots now. <laughs> that's true. That is true. We did cover that on a prior episode. Just jack that thing in a corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we have the secret to getting rich. M- well, wait. Not, what? The, the most interesting part of this article was not like the selfie disease itself, but how many people died like in selfie-related Oh, I wanted to read. Thank you for reminding me. Before I move on, I wanted to read the last couple paragraphs of this article, so let me open it up because I read the whole thing and I was like, what? The numbers on these are so funny. All right, according to, I guess it's Statista. I guess this is a stats site. Uh, At least 62% of Americans have taken at least one selfie of themselves. I'm guilty. Wait, wait. What the hell kind of number is that? Wait, wait, wait. wait, Say that again. 62% of Americans have taken at least one selfie of themselves. You got to think about 15, 20% of Americans, like the older folks and then the really poor people don't have uh, access to the phone. And then there's like that sliver of folks in there that just don't have like like any sense of vanity or... No, there's... (laughs) Easy. There's no... There's a a bunch of hipsters who have flip phones and it's like, I don't want to buy into your material world. But they do. They're just trying to... They're doing their own thing. Yeah, from their Apple iPhone. I, I would contend that there are no people in the category that you tried to describe as a sliver just now. <laughs> is a what? No people in the, like, don't have any uh, level of vanity or whatever in their life. Oh, zero. Zero. Yeah. We saw a chick taking selfies of herself outside of a gas station once. <laughs> that was funny. It was so funny to see that she actually drew a little bit of a crowd. Like, there was yeah, this family. Somebody Wait, stopped what? and just stared at her. They were just staring at her they... like, what the hell are you doing? And then she realized what that people were watching her take these selfies. And then she just stopped and then just kind of giggled and was like, ah, you know. And then goes right back into taking the yeah, freaking selfies. Keeps going. Hey, y'all, I'm at Sitco. <laughs> 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 felt cute just thought i'd post haha ha, lol <laughs> meanwhile she's like standing next to the propane tanks this place hasn't been pressure wa- pressure wasn't. washed in god knows how long it's not like this place was a qt no it was not a, it was not qt <laughs> it was, status was not a loves no i think we might have actually been at a sitco <laughs> you, you turned me on to the loves i didn't realize what a great uh gas station I that told is you. zach had right. never been to a truck stop and if you have not been to a truck stop on a road trip Best. you need to know those Best by far. They are. They're, they're far clean. superior. Yeah, they're clean. They have the a great deal of variety within the store. There isn't a hole in the wall in the bathroom stall where somebody might be like peeking their eyeball through. So you what thing? An eyeball? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're worried about. That's the hole in the wall that you're worried about. An eyeball? I can think of a worse one. 
So, tell me how many people died because of selfies. A 2018 study discovered that between October 2011 and November 2017, <laughs> wow. there had been 259 deaths associated with taking a selfie. Oh, that's that's it? so many people. What do you mean that's it? How many of those that's people That's 6 years. Dude, how many of those people do you think were just like taking selfies on train tracks? <laughs> well, that's the thing is they that's what really killed them that's is they so go to ridiculous places and more like selfies. more often than not they're probably slightly intoxicated it's like or something. Those Russian kids hanging off of tall buildings. <laughs> well, you laugh, but one of them did kill themselves doing that. They fell off the top of the building. Yeah. Yep. And then nobody has any sympathy because it's like, yeah, you were on the top of a freaking building. What you shouldn't you have been think doing was going to happen. A gust of wind. Blast you. And you're right gone. <laughs> gone. No. <laughs> there was that couple, a couple of friends that. Italian intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> there was that couple that fell off like a rock cliff while vacationing. YouTubers. They were famous YouTubers, I think, if I yeah. recall wow. the story correctly. And then they the other. They fell off the waterfall or rock wall or whatever the And hell then it was. the other. YouTuber found him in the forest and was like, Dude! <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny! Dead people! Yeah! What was his name? Logan gonna, Paul. I'm gonna get into a boxing match next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Uh, it's a weird... Yo, the world of YouTube is a weird place right now. It's a very now. strange place. And I was totally not keen to this whole thing until I started the channel for Chrome Dome here. Mm-hmm. And the, it's, it's unbelievable what goes viral. Because Taylor and I were talking about it, how, like, you know when you're in high school, you're like, man, I'm never going to lose touch with pop culture. <laughs> Yo. I never said that. <laughs> I, I really thought, I was like, I didn't I was think like, it was going to happen so soon. Nah. I knew that it would happen at some point, like, when I had kids, and they're coming to me and being like, mom, it's artist. And I'd be like, oh, I don't freaking know, but they're terrible. And, pop, I, but I thought that it would be 30. terrible when I was in middle school, and I knew that. <laughs> yeah, you're and right. I, and so, but I, sure. what I, I, I just knew that. I didn't know that what I was into was also terrible. Yeah, it all was. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful, awful. Like, I was just like, Linkin Park is going to change the face of modern rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> How are they and, doing? And, and, and you know what? And these days, I don't it just have doesn't even... And these, days, and these days, they just don't even matter. No. It just doesn't even matter. No. I just feel so numb to their uh, to their entire body of work. If you listen to Drowning Pool, then you're going to have a bad time. I tell you, I'm one step closer to just never uh, giving them another like another shot, you know. I mean, that's faint. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor has no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, that's cuz she's so toxic. Yeah, that's that's a single. <laughs> that was tox- by Lincoln Park. It was Park? off of their first album. No, oh, you got me. Yeah, before Hybrid Theory. I'm I'm beyond my Linkin Park puns right now. I mean, I mean, you could probably figure another one out. Um, how's your steps doing over there? Uh, I've I've reached my steps. I have I have an alarm to tell me to turn on my pulse oximeter. Oh, yeah, so fancy Ooh. oximeter. All right, let's talk about this <laughs> article. Let's I move on. My sleep quality. <laughs> Ah, the stupid box got in the way now. Okay, so this researcher who uh, interviewed 600 millionaires found that they all have two of the same qualities. Were they in a certain millionaire bracket, or could they have $1 million and a penny? 
Well, I, yeah, I mean, I is think this the, liquid assets. Is this hard assets? Is this cash? Is this, how the hell am I supposed to know? Well, I'm just saying. It's I a pretty think, surface level article. The one guy they cited was like, it said he was worth between eight and ten million. I think. Sweet. Yeah. So I mean, he and it was because he mm. sold a, a business that he built up. I'm not sure what it was, but hey, if you're wondering what you need to become a millionaire, uh, it's basically being uh, determined. Uh, what it what it, it's perseverance and resilience. So you got to be able to take the <laughs> perseverance and resilience. So you have. <laughs> now we know, <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. You're not gonna do it again. <laughs> just for you. You should just do this every time I try and start a sentence. <laughs> well, no, I can't. So perseverance and resilience. <laughs> so you have to be able to push past failure is basically the the whole thing. Mm. Like that that's really it. And you could boil this down to also uh, if you want to like think about it in personality traits why it would traits wise it would be like uh, conscientiousness, your ability your ability to be industrious and then just um, what about a probably like being more disagreeable than agreeable or or, no not i'm sorry that's incorrect the uh it would be like less neurotic like you don't feel as much negative emotion when bad things happen to you Mm. so if those two like personality traits if you're good on those you're and probably a high iq like all three of those things would combine to make like proper millionaire potential yeah i get what you're saying but i guess it's not like all millionaires have all of those things it's true. Some people just get lucky. Yeah. But I they're mean, they're born into it. But if you're just getting lucky, I don't think you're keep holding on to it unless somebody just really pre planned for you. Like, if you're a trust fund kid and your your father, like, really managed it well, like, and then you can keep, like, uh, living off that for the rest of your life. I knew one of the Coca Cola grandkids. They didn't have to worry about well, a thing. I mean, come on. You're they were gonna... actually kidnapped and held for ransom. Whose grandkids? <laughs> like Crocs grandkids? No, or... like the Coca-Cola, like the founders of Coca-Cola. Oh, wait, wait, I'm thinking McDonald's. It was McDonald's. Mr. Coke's I'm grandkids. thinking McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Cola's grandkids. Mr. Coca-Cola's grandkids. Who owned the Coke? It's like, doesn't it, isn't like Pemberton? Is that wrong? I have no idea who owns Coke. It's not the Coke brothers. Nope. No. <laughs> the Koch the Koch the brothers, brothers. Those, it's, they pronounce it coke yeah I know yeah um, <laughs> but uh, yeah this is a uh, going nowhere fast uh, the uh, but that makes sense to me because if you've ever tried to invest in anything you know like when it goes sour you have to be able to turn it around in your favor so it's like a, having a growth mindset uh, like any obstacle the obstacle is the way right like any difficulty that comes you have to figure out like okay what's the benefit in this and then exploit that and it's like proper capitalism dude warren buffett owns coca-cola what yeah well it's his uh it's his company it, well <laughs> it's the berkshire hathaway no kidding see coca-cola is the illuminati berkshire so. hathaway the real estate company it says Berkshire Hath- Hathaway is now the largest Coca-Cola share owner. I mean, that makes sense. It's probably That's like the real this... estate company. Oh, is that Warren Buffett's real estate company? I guess so. We didn't know that. Oh, you said Pemberton. That is the founder. Okay. That's right. Good. Well, is he the founder or is he the guy that invented the formula? According to Wikipedia, he is the founder. Did he get paid out 
big time early because I think he sold it like before it became like the massive global sensation that it is. Please stop asking me questions I don't know the answer to. Okay, sorry. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I just don't want to Google things anymore. <laughs> All right, well. I can't believe Coca-Cola is owned by Warren Buffett. That's kind of weird. Who'd have thought? Not I. Did you think? He's like evil, isn't he? No. Is he not evil? I mean, probably. I mean, aren't you evil? Doesn't he pay off every politician? Don't, don't we have... Wouldn't you? Yeah. If you know. could have unlimited power and access to the, you know, the legislators of America for spending a measly, like, $22 million. Doesn't he go to, like... Oh, pish. But he's, he, he, goes, he goes to those Bilderberg meetings, right? Why wouldn't he? Like, he dresses up like an owl or a goat Listen, or something. <laughs> if, you ha- if you have that much money and you want to keep your influence, you go to the meetings. Like, otherwise, they're going to find some way to screw you out of it. You got to go show up, pay some lip service to the right people, and then intimidate the other people. And then you're, you go home and you enjoy your billions. That's like billionaire 101. That's like a whole different level. Like you have to be, pers- like you have to have perseverance and resilience to become a millionaire. To be a billionaire, you need to be a sociopath. Like, <laughs> like you cannot, you cannot care about anything but making that next, you know, dollar. That's it. You think that's really? You don't think it just happens? Like, yes, no. A- it, it, nobody makes a billion dollars by mistake. No, like you, you have to work for that. A billion dollars, like because think about how hard it is to make a million dollars. I haven't made a million dollars. I work it, hard, but it's so simple. <laughs> I did double it. <laughs> Dude, Coca-Cola, Warren Buffett. I learned something today. Is Kylie Jenner in the billionaire club yet? No. I hope so. I hope so. She deserves it, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> she works hard. Let's see. Kylie Jenner net value. Is it net worth? No, net worth. Net worth. Net worth. My dad loves playing this game, by the it's way. Oh, yeah. Game. He loves playing this is, game. Yeah. He will sit there with us for hours. Yeah. Because your dad is a, pop, a proper capitalist. Yeah. And then, yeah. The, the, dude, the funniest one was uh, he looked up Bill Burr. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, who's this guy? And I'm like, it's Bill Burr. He's one of the funniest guys on earth right now. And he's like, hang on. What was his net worth? He goes, $4 million. This guy ain't worth shit. I owe to the, uh, to the, uh, the swear jar there. But yeah, it was funny. He's bunch always of just looking people up. Bunch of welches. And then he gets shocked sometimes. I, I think yeah. one, of them, one of them was like Tony Danza. <laughs> one like, of them was... How the hell is Tony Danza worth $30 million right now? <laughs> Wait, who's the He's teeth? not the boss anymore. He just who's got the, the teeth uh, guy with, with the crazy things he says? The teeth guy? <laughs> Tony Robbins? <laughs> I, I wish that was it. He's, He's got big teeth. He's got hair and he had that motorcycle accident. Oh, uh, oh no. Uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey, ah, good job. Okay. Gary Busey. He was surprised by Gary Busey. Yeah, Gary Busey was probably worth, worth a lot. One. I'm sure. Guess, He's guess how much everything. Gary. Busey I mean, he was worth. on Celebrity Apprentice. I'm sure. I, I'll I'll give him forty five million dollars. Taylor, how much do you think? Mm. Gary Busey's net worth. Oh, this is our next trivia game. One twenty. I mean, we could do this like right now. Wait, what did you say? Uh, forty five. I said one twenty. Taylor wins. No, I literally backwards. Zach wins. He's worth five hundred thousand. That's it. I th- you sure what you got the, the right? Hell? You got the right person. Wait, five hundred thousand? Yeah, five hundred thousand dollars is all Gary Busey is worth. That doesn't look like Gary. Busey. That looks like his son. That's a picture of his son, without a doubt. But it says right here, Gary Busey's net worth five hundred thousand. That's crazy. That's bananas. That can't be right. I don't know. Because <laughs> he just spent himself in the, the internet. Like, told me. 
That's wild if that's true. That's not no 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 no. That's no. that's way low. That guy was in Lethal Weapon. He need, he needs a new financial advisor. I'm telling you. So we have a random topic for the week. No, we could talk about whatever we want. We're talking I, about net value I like right the now. Net worth. I, what is it you with the net value? Net worth. I don't know. I really want to talk about Allison Mack and the sex cult. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that recently. <laughs> we, by the way, we watched, we coincidentally turned a movie on. I thought it was a Christmas movie, but we turned. It was a, do- it was a Dolly Parton Christmas movie. Dolly Parton was in it? I, I believe oh, she produced God, it along right. with Garth Brooks, who did the entire, <laughs> who did the entire soundtrack. Um, he has friends in low places. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was Whoopi Goldberg. Garth Brooks and Whoopi Goldberg did a Christmas movie together. The okay. Dolly Parton. and Allison Mack was in it. The, she was in the Dolly Parton Christmas movie. Uh, and so these two separate movies. So Dolly Parton in this movie, she dies. That's terrible. And then she's the world's a, a lesser place. She goes up to the pearly gates. She meets Saint Pete, and Peter's like, no. You kind of you kind of screwed your life over, so we're gonna need to send you back down. You've got one week to redeem yourself. Shouldn't have walked on so many people with those boots. That wasn't her. Um, she sang a cover. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure she did. Right? <laughs> Come on. All right, go ahead about the plot with this <laughs> terrible movie. <laughs> so, Saint Pete essentially. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. <clears throat> Sends her back down to earth. She comes back to life and she has to nanny these kids whose mother died and the father is too busy working so he doesn't spend any time with them. Allison Mack in this movie is probably about 15 Um, and there is a younger brother. So presumably this was before she was holding down women. This was pre-Smallville days. To brand them and make them have sex with her cult leader. Correct. We were watching this movie and I was looking at her and I was like, what happened? How far you? you've fallen? <laughs> Who did you meet? And I, and I was shocked because it was a Dolly Parton movie, and so it comes off so wholesome. And then it's like, but I know what you did. And it's- so, for people that don't know what we're talking about, Allison Mack, a former actress best known for her work on the uh, WB Superman vehicle Smallville, uh, she played Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, she was indicted along with uh, her. Uh, male master slash cohort slash cult leader uh, Charles Rainier. Is that right? Charles? I, mm-hmm. I know his name is Rainier but I can't remember his first name. Can we get a fact check on that, Chris? And um, basically they uh, they did some really terrible things. To, it was like a pyramid scheme uh, made out of like uh, sex and stuff. They had a, um, mm-hmm. a company called Nexium that's not spelled like the stomach acid drug. Um, and it was like a pyramid scheme where like the women would recruit other women to be dominated by their male masters. They had master slave relationships. So now she's like arrested for like human trafficking and sex trafficking. Yep. Uh, they held women down and took like hot irons and branded them with like, uh, this dude's initials basically. And, and hers. Max. Yeah. And uh, all you had to do is like turn it 90 degrees and then it became one person's initials and then yeah. another 90 degrees. It became the there was like some sacred person. geometry, like Illuminati crap going on there. Yeah. Well, want to be Illuminati because they got busted. Illuminati yeah. won't get busted. Yeah. They got kicked out of the Illuminati. That's what happened. They got so super close. And then somebody was like, 
You did not pass the initiation. So sorry. Not enough owl masks. You're not. not enough owl masks. <laughs> you're, you're not invited back to the next owl meeting. If they'd had a giant goat head in the middle of the room, they might have been okay. But maybe. If you know who you know who is, would have been a great fit for the uh, the sex cult Nexium. Who? Um. Oh crap! I lost her name. Mm. Titanic singer. Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. Thank you. Yeah. With her crazy, like, uh, infant Satanist clothing line. <laughs> so, by the way, I thought of you when I was at Hobby Lobby today. and Where all the buttons were. <laughs> okay, by the way, they had a phenomenal button selection. I know, that's where I, was... I bought the buttons for you. <laughs> it was, I was so impressed. However. Do you know how hard it is to find buttons? It is difficult to find <laughs> buttons if you don't know to go to Hobby Lobby. All right, now you got to explain the joke. Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> anyway, I was going over and I'm looking at the yarns and all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's the Titanic song with the penny whistle solo. No, they were playing an entire soundtrack that was just just penny whistle music inside hmm. of Hobby Lobby. It was kind of nice, but they all sound like the Titanic song. That's not about the sex cult that I was trying to tell No, but you said Celine <laughs> Dion, and I thought of the penny whistle solo. All, I'm, <laughs> all I am saying is that it is a shame that women have to be worried about being exploited <laughs> by these semi-famous actresses. And these David Koresh-like figures that just hang out in Hollywood, ready to snatch you up off the street. And it just makes me really sad. It is a crime and a travesty against America and against Tom Welling, who was the greatest Clark Kent ever. Not really. It's not my favorite Clark Kent. Christopher Reeves, best Clark Kent, right? Easily. Yeah. I mean, who's even close? Uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill was not a great Clark Kent. Yeah, fair enough. He was a really good Superman. He was a fantastic Superman. Chris, can you pay the drawer a dollar? Uh, I will after the show. I owe it a dollar as well. I don't have any. That's two bucks for you guys? Yeah, Yeah. two bucks. Everybody, keep counting the comments. Two dollars they owe us. Speaking of the comments, before I end the show, I do want to mention something. I am exploring uh, bringing Chrome Dome into the uh, live avenue, meaning I want to start streaming this show on Twitch and YouTube and potentially Facebook. I think we're still going to end up doing it Friday nights then, but I want to hear from you guys. If you guys are, uh, if you guys are going to be able to tune in on Friday nights to listen to us. I imagine most people have better things to do. Yeah. So, I mean, it, let us know in the comments or tweet us at Chrome Dome Radio. Let us know what time you'd like to see a stream. I mean, we could probably make anything work, but right now our workflow has just been going to do it on Friday nights, basically. Just make sure that you're not standing on top of a cliff or dangling <laughs> from a building as you make this tweet or comment. Let's get to, let's get together about 4 a.m. on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a real high traffic area for us. What a better way to start your week. <laughs> 4 a.m. Chrome Dome Radio. You joke, but those news radio guys, they got to be at work at like oh, 4 yeah. 5 a.m. Well, they have No, beforehand, right? yeah. So they're in at like 3, three in the morning. They got to get their throats scraped and like gurgle lemon water. They got to get their best radio voice out. Hell now, brown cow. Over, over to Tom for traffic. Over to Tom for traffic. I got to practice that line. That's a really tough one. Over to Tom for traffic. <laughs> well, then they do the track. Yeah, the tra- that you never understand what they're saying. 
Filling in for Tom today is Joyce for traffic. <laughs> ah, crap! My whole day's ruined. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, next episode, uh, we got a really cool interview coming up. We have a representative from XOTV.me. I told you about these guys. So, yeah, we're obviously available on Stitcher and Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and YouTube, but we're also available on XOTV.me. We have one of the founders coming on the show next week. He's excited to be here. We're excited to have him. And uh, so that's it. I mean, I guess tune in next Monday. We'll have a brand spanking new episode for you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.